podcast where we talk about beers miles and whatever else we can manage to jump off topic with my name is chris and as always i am uh well i haven't drank a beer yet uh so a little bit of a beer to begin with um i am hanging out here in uh soon to be rainy florence south carolina and uh whoa this is really interesting you see this that looks like it's radioactive what is it yeah what the fuck uh we are drinking uh, Daydream so hard. Other half and Jay Wakefield. It's a uh, Berliner Weiss with lemon, lime, and milk sugar. Uh, it looks yeah. like a uh, surge. Yeah, like the pop. This is from, an like, interesting the 90s. one. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. It's completely green. And uh, yeah, let me let me get a picture of this. I feel this like crap. you're gonna end up with poppers. You're gonna get a third eye after drinking that. Yeah, I don't really don't know what this even looks like. Like, I don't even know how to describe what the heck is is going on with that. But yeah, um, I was always, um, yeah, I'm drinking. So <laughs> uh, next up, we have uh, Brent. How are you doing, Brent? I'm good, man. I'm trying a uh, cider geist from Ryan Geist, and I'll be honest, I don't, I don't really like it too much. But I am going to be trying the uh, that new watermelon Mountain Dew that John Cena was in the, the Super Bowl commercial for. So I'll, I'll open that sometime during the podcast and talk about it because I was intrigued. Yeah, this is a really it's doesn't really taste like surge, I don't think, but uh, it's green, so cool. Uh, Nicole, how are you doing? Hey. I don't know if my internet, my internet keeps going out. So, good. you know, it, it could be an added, uh, added bonus if I just start freezing, but I just drank a dragon saddle triple IPA from who farted. Um, and yeah, I didn't run today. I didn't have time, but I did one half of the beers and miles thing. And oh. I'm not drinking about tonight. How did the dragon saddle taste? It's from like end of September. Yeah, it was still pretty good. Nice. I found it in the back of my fridge. And I was pumped about it, so. Well, proud of you. It's 11%. You're going hard in the paint on a parasite. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I'm about to go hard in the paint because I have another beer signed up after this. Uh, but as always, uh, yeah, give us a follow, like, share, and subscribe. If you like us, uh, or if you don't, I don't care. Uh, give us a give us a follow. Uh, give myself a follow at Beers and Miles. Give a follow to Nicole at Nicole the Runner. And then Brent. It's Hunter Runner, I believe. And I'm pretty sure that's it because I've said it enough times. Uh, yeah, but if you like the podcast, give us a like on um, – I think the only one that you can actually, like, really leave a review on is 
iTunes. So yeah, leave us a review on iTunes and share the pod. If you like us, share it on your story and tag us because otherwise I don't know. All right, cool. So uh, yeah, like I said, I am currently in Florence, South Carolina. I uh, came out here on Sunday uh, with a very, very sketchy car. My car didn't really have uh, many much brakes to uh, to go with. Uh, so we decided to uh, drive about nine hours down South Florence, South Carolina, where there was a lot of snow on the road. And uh, yeah, I made it. I didn't die. So that's fucking fantastic. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's give some updates today. It's going to just be a uh, shoot the shit pod like we do every month. Uh, so let's talk about running. Let's talk about beer. Let's talk about life. Brent, how has running been for you? Uh, running is going fairly well. Uh, so uh, I know I haven't been on to talk about my running in a while, but I was in really great shape uh, in the end of middle end of August last year. Um, and I it had a hamstring injury that just kind of nagged me for two to three weeks. I came back for a little bit and then I got sick. And then just after that, uh, like last three months of the year, I just kind of stayed inconsistent. Um, so I got consistent again at the beginning of January. Um, basically just built up base, started doing some uh, lighter workouts this this week. Uh, so I did a tempo run earlier, and then I have some thousands later on. But uh, tempo, tempo run went really well. Um, based off that, I'm in about the shape I was in like at the beginning of last April, in the beginning of February. So I'm a good two months ahead of where I was last year. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about running again. The cold weather isn't really helping me, and I'm having some Achilles issues, but I always have Achilles issues. I usually just, with stretching and stuff, I, it, it takes me a month or two to get over it, and then and then I'm good to go. So just nagging, nothing really that's setting me back at all, but all in all, pretty, pretty good. Cool. Is anything in particular that you're training for? No, uh, not anything set yet. Uh, my goal still is to bring my 5K times back down. Um, the end goal is still to try to get sub 15 again. I think I was in probably 1530 to 1540 shape in August of last year. So hopefully I can actually get some races under my belt and sharpen up a little bit there. And maybe by the end of the year, be running low 15s again, knocking on the door of that sub 15, if I can stay healthy. Um, and if I do it early enough in the year, I may uh, dip my, dip my toes in the marathon water just to, just kind of go out and run one, not like necessarily race it, but just to kind of get the feel of it, just as like a, a tester for what it feels like before I actually try to run a serious one. There's always club cross country at the end of the year. Yeah, I, I've thought about that too. If I can find a, a team to run on or, uh, you know, find a, a group of people to get in, into races with and stuff. So I think you could do it unattached, but you can still like come out as like, Come hang. It's a party. It's a good time. Yeah, hopefully, uh, if I mean, if uh, COVID is more under control, hopefully it'll be a little easier. Yeah. Now bring tacos. Ooh, I like tacos, Chris. <laughs> Wait, can I come just for the food? Yeah. I think it's in Florida this year. I love Florida and food. Yeah, I might try to pull the, like, the Emma Bates, uh, Two years ago, she went out to sim and then the next weekend ran club cross country. So, see how that works. But Nicole, how have, how has, how have, how has he, uh, how was running done? How is, how is you doing? How is you doing? How is you? How is what? Um, I'll run. 
run. I, I run. Um, I don't. I, I don't have a lot um, of running updates. I mean, I've been pretty, uh, pretty consistently going. I haven't run outside since like last weekend. Um, I've been doing all my runs on the treadmill because I am very fall prone, and I can't do ice and snow, so I am stuck on the hamster wheel, which kind of sucks. But also, it makes me feel like I have a lot of control over the paces that way. So. Um, I've been taking my easy runs definitely easy enough and, you know, my speed work has been, you know, it's really hard to do speed work on the treadmill because it's just like you run by effort and like sometimes I'll like pump my arms a certain way when I'm doing speed work and my watch will say I'm running like a 930 pace when I'm like running like a 615. So that's pretty annoying, but I usually go by the treadmill then. And uh, I've headed out this weekend to finally get to a place where I can run. I was not consistently again, so I'm very excited about that. Isn't Keen going out to Savannah too? No, she um, she is going to Florida this the second week that I've gone. Okay. So she's going to be helping out her family down there. And I'm going to be waving from the state above her. You mean the uh, Florida Georgia line? Yes. I wasn't going to Boo, boo that man. Boo. <laughs> he, did he did it. He did it. I think um, now Ray's getting ready for bed. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, cool. Uh, on my end, I uh, things have been a little crazy this past couple weeks. I've uh, been running pretty healthy. Uh, might be one of the longer stretches that I've had of just like not really any issues. Um, I think I took a day off last month. I had a slight issue, I think, with my foot. Still a little bit weird, um, just on the outside of the foot, but we just took a day off, just came back at it. Workouts have been going really well. Uh, I think at that point I did go to St. Louis in the last time that I brought up the pod. But, uh, yeah, I uh, ran a pretty good time out there. And then just been knocking out workouts, and we did an, an indoor 5K uh, this past weekend. Um, and, yeah, the – the entirety of that that week was just stupid. Uh, somebody around us caught COVID the Friday before. Uh, I found out about that on about Monday or Tuesday. And uh, I was not feeling any kind of symptoms. And I was kind of freaking out because it does hit you later. Um, but then I got a lab test on Tuesday. Uh, found out on Thursday that I was clear and good to go. No symptoms still. I uh, just kept on monitoring that. <laughs> had a little bit of a slurred throat on Monday, so I was like, "Oh no, I got I got the COVID." Uh, but thankfully, it wasn't anything issue. I think I was just had a hangover, uh, so I play that game a lot. Is it a hangover? Or is it COVID? It's usually hangover. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, we got to Saturday morning and uh, felt awful. Uh, I, the night before, I had a one IPA too much and uh, did not feel great. Didn't sleep very well. And uh, Brayden took me because my car was still really fucked up. And uh, we're driving and we pretty much get one or two exits down. And Brayden suffers an entire, like a NASCAR style tire failure. And uh, we are driving and he's like, hey, that something sounds really weird. And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. And uh, then we hear a pop and I'm like, we don't really hear anything from that. I'm like, hey, we're good. At the same time, Brayden goes, I think that's my tire as the tire starts rolling across the highway 
And uh, yeah, thankfully uh, we had uh, Derek and the Hokomobile driving right by at the same time. Uh, I ended up, because uh, he was parked for the next exit, I ended up having to run on a 315 highway um, on the side of the road and cross uh, across, across. Not didn't, I, I got off on the exit, ran to his car, so I'll count that the half mile warm up. I uh, got in his car, ran to 5K. Um, the guys that I was running with kicked ass, they both went to sub 15. And then I held on for a 15-19. So uh, basically solo effort running 15-19 and I PR for the first time in nine years. So super pumped about that. Finally closed the door on the, on that nagging nagging uh, old PR. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it, I also- That's impressive. And anytime you can best what you you know did in college and stuff post-collegiately especially when we're not obviously like professional runners in any way shape or form i mean i thought it was going to be impressive yeah i was going to write about that a little bit just uh like i think at a certain point you just start getting really nervous about being able to hit those times again and like as you're not running in college and you're not having that dedicating that much amount of time and having rehab and everything and doing all the extra stuff like at certain points like is this the fastest I'm ever going to run at this distance? And like, it was nagging at me for such a long time. Cause I came even before Tiffin. Like I didn't break my five KPR at Tiffin. And, uh, it, cause I mean, ended up switching over to the steeple and I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to break this PR. At a certain point I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to break this PR again. Um, yeah, but it's a big weight off my shoulders here. And like, I don't know, it's, it's given me a lot of confidence for coming into going forward. I think I can do a lot more. And, um, yeah, it's, I wore these, 2002 pair of spikes. Uh, so kind of want to see what happens if I get out there and get on some vapor flies and see what I can do with that. Yeah, as I say, it's always got to be exciting, especially running fast indoors, because you know, I don't know if you run a 200 or a 300, but regardless, I mean, given the same effort and decent conditions outdoor, I mean, you're already going to drop six seconds, yeah. eight seconds, 10 seconds, depending on what kind of track that you're running on. So it's like, yeah, you're in. What was it 1519 but you're probably in 15 15 shape or faster if you're on a 400 track with good weather yeah it was like a 200 flat and like it was such a weird experience like it's so anticlimactic like a bunch of us get to the track it's dark there's no lights on because we're just using the track for about an hour like kind of like it's like uh like it was like uh kind of like open open field kind of time so like we just got a couple people on the track and just ended up running and it was like so anticlimactic no like we had some friends that are just cheering on safely of course but like it was just like kind of just weird just to be in that kind of position and i felt like like shit all the warm-up and i think at a certain point i was like i, I think in college i would have been completely like nervous about it um like i don't feel great like i still have kind of like my, I left my water bottle in Brayden's car, so, like, I was dehydrated. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And then at a certain point, I was just like, you get a chance to run a 5K. Like, you get a chance to be healthy. Like, fuck being nervous about this. It's just fun. Let's go ahead and do it. Let's say, how often does that – because that happens to me all the time where, like, even in workouts or races where I feel like absolute garbage, like, during my warm-ups and stuff, but then, like – when I actually start racing or I actually start running my workout, I feel fine. I feel perfectly fine. It's like you've run like the junk out of your legs. Yeah. Do you feel the same way, Nicole? Like have like kind of 
up and down kind of thing where like warm-ups aren't great, but workouts do go well? Yeah, I mean, just the other day I was running um, my workout on the treadmill and I felt so shitty during the warm-up that I was like, yeah, this is not going to go well. We're just going to, we're just going to do what we got today. And then I ended up like nailing the workout. The same thing happened to me last weekend. It was like one of those like real breakthrough workouts, but I don't think there was a single second of it that I actually felt good until like it was over. (laughs) I feel like that, like, I think more so now than I did in college. I don't think I remembered that when I was in college. Like, I think it just kind of was like race day is race day. Uh, but like now I kind of keep thinking to myself, I'm like, I felt like this during a workout and like, I got through it, like, and I ran faster during a workout. Like, this is like, you, you got to remember that, like, kind of remember that feeling of like, you've done this in worse conditions with more mileage on your legs. Like, you'll be fine. I also feel like it's kind of weird. We're in like a weird spot now. Cause like none of us have had like real races for a year or so and so it's like we're all in this place where we kind of maybe forgot a little bit about how much racing really just sucks oh absolutely it's uh i I think i I really think like in a way a really good perspective to have coming into 2021 is just like fuck whatever like like I guess like having having those butterflies is great. Like it means you give a shit about this stuff. But like at this point, like once you get to that first race, once you get out there, just like don't put that nervousness of like being in a race again. Just be happy we're racing again. Like I don't know. It's we've all worked so hard over the last like year and like now a full year. Like yeah, cool. Like we get a chance to race. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna it's- be lit. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think it's, oh, sorry, I keep cutting you off, my bad. That's okay. I keep, like, accidentally muting myself and then forgetting that I'm on mute and I don't know how to podcast anymore. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was just going to say it's going to be lit and it's going to be a rager and it's just going to be so much fun. But I'm sure Brent has something more insightful to say than that. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I think it's one of those things where it's going to be, like, there's going to be, like, a level of emotion to it where you know you're excited to actually be like towing the line legitimately for the first time in a long time and i think it's one of those things where you have to as excited as you are you you're gonna have to like contain your excitement a little bit off the line because it's gonna be so easy to have like that adrenaline pump and like i haven't raced in forever this is exciting and then you get out you know 20 seconds too fast in the first mile of your 5k and you're like well this didn't go so great Get through the first eight first eight hundred like a bat out of hell. <laughs> yeah, it's I I I keep thinking like how's it gonna be like when that first race comes back like I it it always brings me back to Olympic trials from last year like I figure it's gonna be like that like just all around the country just people are just like getting back together and just being like hell we're we're, we're back and. uh but it's one thing that, Brian, you don't know about this, but in, in Columbus, we kind of, things are done pretty right as far as, like, celebrations go. Like, they have, like, for the Cap City, like, uh, Fleet Feet gets a gets a, uh, a tent and they have kegs of beer. And just, like, for the people that are associated with it, they just, like, I, like, I, I tell the story of a, uh, I, when I went to Cap City to watch, uh, 
I, I was like, I told Evan, hey, man, I'm going to head out. I'm going to head home. And then I saw some of my other friends. And then two hours later, Evan's like, I thought you were going home. And it's me just blitz drunk in the middle of the field. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> reasons. I mean, like, even if you're not affiliated with Fleet Beat, though, Cap City does throw one hell of an after party. Oh, they yeah. They give you all those drinks, and they have their own beer. They have pizza, too. Yeah. I mean, there are so many good races across Ohio, even. I mean, let alone the country that throw great parties. Like, Glass City, you get, like, two glasses of local beer, and they give you, like, a ton of pizza. Like, I pretty much ate my weight pizza. Did I lose you guys? No, we're good. No, we're good. Okay. Okay, good. I keep thinking I'm getting dropped because my internet's being shaky. Yeah. Um, Glass City has a crazy after party. And I know that, uh, like, Charlevoix up in Michigan is a lot of fun. Um, Indie Monumental is a lot of fun. Even if it's just, like, you know, being around people and going and freezing on the on the field somewhere. But I, that's, I, th- I don't know that I miss racing. I think I miss partying after the race. <laughs> <laughs> We used to do a thing like in <clears throat> we used to do a thing in college where like right after like our last race, like we just would have Coors Light ready to go. Which like, you know, I'm a craft beer guy. I've always been a craft beer guy. The whole brand's based on craft beer. But it, it, having a ice cold Coors Light after a hard five K it's pretty top notch. You should have uh four PBRs during a beer mile instead. Paper. Do you know? Do you know what's cooler than being cool? No. I no. Oh dear. All right. 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 Oh I'm dear. Sorry. I'm mad. I'm mad at that. I'm mad at that. I think you actually made made my dad laugh at that. Fuck you. Nah. I'm here for you, Mr. G. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped about that. I. What do you guys think? I mean, coming into the spring, do you think, I mean, at this point, Cap City has been canceled again. Um, there is still, I mean, apparently Cleveland, like, they are dead set on having a race. Like, no matter what happens, they are going to try to have a race. Well, so I don't, I don't really know anything about, like, the Cleveland Marathon in particular. Um, uh, that was actually going to be my comment when you guys were talking about, like, down in Columbus. And, like, I should get more involved in, like, the, the Cleveland Marathon and find, like, more people who are involved in, like, the Cleveland running scene. Because I don't – like, I just run on my own all the time. And, like, I know you guys have, like, run groups with your breweries and stuff down there. Um, but I know, like, yeah, they're actually holding, like, 5Ks and stuff up here already. Um, I've had – someone mentioned a 5k in march to me uh that's in like the kind of cleveland area so it would not shock me if if cleveland has puts on their marathon yeah i've, I've had a couple friends that have raced out in that area so um, and i have a couple friends that train too so they're from they actually live in cleveland a couple a marathon two marathoners i believe there's actually one girl that actually is from from tiffin that's been doing pretty well out there yeah, Marissa's gone, I think, 253. Uh, she went to Tiffin, Columbia, and now lives in Cleveland. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think she's gone down to, like, 18 lows in the 5K. Kind of nuts. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm signed up for Toledo. Um, and at this point, like, I'm kind of – I got it for race, so, like, I 
if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, well, that sucks. But you have to pay for are it. Are you doing the? Are you in the full or is it the half? The half. Uh, I got. I'm doing the half and then uh, sim lets sim lets you in for for free at, in December if you run your 69 for the for the half. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm like really skeptical about Toledo actually happening because they, they did the same thing last year. They're like, we're going to have it. We're going to have it. And then they waited until the last minute. They're like, actually, we're just going to defer y'all the next year. Sorry. Yeah. I At this point, like, I'm not holding any stock in races happening in the spring, especially in – well, I don't know. Ohio just lifted our ban from, uh, like, our – our band, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I was gonna say, I, I just saw two things too that, uh, like the United States has now ordered enough vaccines to vaccinate the entire country. And Fauci was saying, like, April he thinks is gonna be when, like, <coughs> it's basically gonna be you can go get the vaccine, it'll just be a matter of what you know, how, how much your provider has at the time. Damn. It's like at this point, like I am, like because I'm gonna be here for a month. Like I'll probably, like I'll probably be here for a month. I have a race in Myrtle Beach, and I'm gonna do a 10k, uh, 10k of the track. Uh, so it's like an hour away from here. But uh, yeah, at that point, getting back and just getting vaccinated and just enjoying, you know, for people that don't live in Ohio, like Ohio summers are pretty fucking great. Yes, I concur. I like. I love. I love living in Ohio. Like, I love the city of Columbus so much, and like the culture here is amazing. The Greenway, the Greenway system is wonderful. Like, we have so much going for us. But the winter, like, I just, I can't. Yeah. The winter. Yeah, I can't say the same thing for Cleveland, where we have all like the Cuyahoga Valley National Park around. So there's like 30 different national parks, like sections of the national park that you could go like run at and stuff. And it's amazing. Um, and with like the towpath, that's a hundred miles where you can find dozens of different starting points at it and, and things like that. But yeah, uh, the fact that it doesn't usually get too, too hot in the summers is, is ideal. Yeah. And, and I would agree with that. Like I'm a California boy. And the thing is like, 110 degrees is awful. <laughs> I hate it. But like, I hate the humidity. So like, there's humid days in Columbus, awful. But like, overall, it's like outside of running, just in general, living life in Ohio in the summer, pretty top notch. It's pretty great. Like, I really enjoy it. I get to play beer darts. Uh, I can just go hang around and be like, just not be too hot. Uh, it's great. And it's also like, makes your skin look good. We have so many sexy patios. Like, have you seen the Catalina's patio that's in Clintville? It is hot. Fantastic. It's beautiful. So hot right now. And so hot, hot damn. The funniest thing, it's funniest thing to me is like when you get to like the first day over fifty in Columbus, and like every freaking patio on High Street is just like packed to the brim. Like, I always remember Midway being the one that's just, like, insane. Like, you just drive down High Street and it's like, oh, crap, it's summer now. Oh, or, no, it's spring. It's like, we're done with winter. Yeah, everybody's just, like, blasting their music and in shorts and tank tops, and it's, like, 52 degrees outside. Yeah. I, I really, I find it very satisfying 
when we get the first like really warm day post snow and like all the snow is just melting away i'm like sitting at my window screaming die trash at the snow (laughs) it's just a very satisfying time in my life every spring as much as i hate being here through the winter i love watching it leave i hate (laughs) i love to see you go and i also love watching you leave but uh, what i imagine is uh is just you saying uh, like die and at the same time you just have ray just barking it's the entire time like yep I'm doing the same feel the same way feel the same way listen i have this weird saga going on with my mailman and knowing my luck i would my mailman would be like coming by as i'm screaming die out the window so <laughs> just starts you mailman just starts wearing a bulletproof vest <laughs> probably i mean i'm surprised he doesn't already because ray's crazy yeah that dog has hops. Like yeah, she can, she jumps from the ground all the way. Like we have one of those doors that has like the wind, like a, a window up top, and then just like doors at the bottom. And she jumps from the ground to like the top of the window. It is insane. I've like I've walked up and drop off stuff, and then I just see like a big, big poof of just like dog come up. I'm like, whoa, what up? You come face to face with a, a pit bull mix. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, if my insurance agent is listening to this, she is a Labrador mix. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just clarify. Lab, 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 lab. Jeez. Um, so, uh, yeah. After we've been we've been doing, you know doing our thing, going off topic like we usually do, uh, we have a have an exclusive. We have an exclusive here. Uh, Brent, Brent, what what are we drinking today? So now that I'm done with my beers for the time being, I have purchased the the new Mountain Dew, the the major melon Mountain Dew, the one where John Cena was advertising it at the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a try for the first time because I am a connoisseur of sodas. And so I need to try this new Mountain Dew. What kind of glassware are we using? Nope, we're going straight to the bottle. No, no glassware here. Um, would not recommend. That was quick. Is it yeah, bad? It, it's not great. What does it taste like? If you could, if you could name three things that you think it tastes like. Um, it's like a weird flavor of like watermelon. And maybe like kiwi in it, but I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's actually any kiwi in it, but it's got that like I don't know. I don't want to say kiwi is like spicy, but it's got that like acidic flavor uh-huh. to it, along with like watermelon flavor. Initial initial taste is fine, but like aftertaste is not not great. That's how I'm feeling about this daydream so hard right now. Like I've just finished it. And like, oh, do I might need? I might need some Tums. Maybe it's just a sign of me getting old, and like, maybe it's a sign of all of us getting old that like we can't just like throw these like shit in our stomach, like '90s candies, '90s food, like those like painted looking ketchup. Like, I don't think I could put that in my body anymore. So yeah, as I drink more of this, it's like the last sip I had. It reminds me of like watermelon sour patch on like the initial taste, but then just with a bad aftertaste. So 
it's like i mean mountain dew is super sweet and sugar free anyways but it's like almost too it's it's too sweet for me and well, not not a great aftertaste so try it for yourself but i won't be having another i'm not sure i want to try it with that Chris, are you still drinking? Were you just drinking the radioactive beer? Yeah, I just finished that up. I'm opening up a new one. And, uh, do you, do you, you feel like you are now like a mutant? Uh, well, I feel like I'm gonna throw a bunch of mutant stuff all over the all over the uh, the toilet if I keep drinking that. Are you, are you gonna get a third eye? <laughs> Maybe an, an extra arm or an extra nipple somewhere. Well, you can only go. But out of all things, to like just like. Out. I feel like a nipple is just like the worst one. Like an extra thumb would be clutch. Like, or like I, even an extra toe. I mean, but an extra toe would probably cause foot injuries. So probably not. Yes, yeah, so say you couldn't fit your foot in a shoe anymore at that point. An extra thumb would be, depending on where it grew, I guess. I, I feel like that would be super inconvenient to have another thumb on your thumb. Now the thing was like, if you get an extra like extra nipple or something like that, like at that point, can you just start calling it an otter? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> also, you could you could cover that up pretty easy. I feel like I just start. I just start calling people milk tank. Milk tank. <laughs> we just got up when you said that, so I'm pretty sure she's excited about the prospect. Of milk tank. Posted on future opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but knowing my luck, like if there was like superpowers or anything like that, I get something shit like that, like. I got extra limb. The ability, the ability to like process milk products is my super I can, power. I can grow my hair fast. I can finally touch my toes. <laughs> oh my god! I think there's always going to be some kind of like SpongeBob reference every time we talk. Uh, if I'm involved, a hundred percent of the time, there's going to be a SpongeBob reference. That whole I shit show of a scene when they do. What was that? I would be disappointed if there was not a SpongeBob reference Fair. at this point. That entire scene where like they do all their superpowers and he's like, crack a toe, it just gets fucks everybody up. It's so good. Uh, but right now I am drinking Appalachian Walker, Garland One Style Ale H and Brandy Barrels from Old Hickory Brewing. Old Hickory's out of North Carolina. I love this beer. They're out of actually Hickory, North Carolina. I don't know where the hell that is. But I uh, was a big fan of this one when they had in like 22 ounce bottles. Um, this one at Lindley Park and uh, the one of the coolest things out of the event horizon is like sun like I love those were some of the first beers that I had when I moved out of Ohio of like trading and different things like that. Um, so uh, crazy enough, they made them in four packs now. So I can enjoy four barley wines that are nine percent at the price of like $13.99, which is awesome. I don't have to buy you just like a 22 ounce bottle. And just be a degenerate the entire night. I can drink two of them and be just as much as a degenerate. Was this, was this an advertisement? Because that sounded like an advertisement. You should get paid for that. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, I get. So you're gonna write a jingle? I think we need to hear a jingle. You, you need to give the people a jingle. Oh, hickory! <laughs> hickory, hickory, dog. Please don't use that. No, I'm gonna kill that in. Because, you know, just like drinking old hickory. No, this is not an ad. This is not a trickery. <laughs> All right, we're done there. We're, we're, we're done with the with the product placements. Uh, hey, what's cooler than being cold? 
Muted. Oh, Hickory! <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Wonder. Uh, so, uh, with what we're talking about, uh, I mean, I'm out here. Um, Nicole's going to be heading down south as well. Um, I guess just in general, like, what would you recommend to somebody that is planning either to go, like, to a race out of state uh, or uh, or just, like, getting out of town for a little bit and is planning on running during that time? So maybe a runcation. Like, what would you suggest as, like, your kind of couple of things that you would say is probably things that you should make sure you have? You should definitely make sure you have a left shoe and also a right shoe. And I, I'm not saying this to be an asshole or be sarcastic because I have literally gone on vacation and had to buy a new pair of shoes because I had two pairs of shoes that look kind of similar and I brought two left shoes. So definitely check your shoes. I, I think the, uh, the lesson there is like, don't buy shoes of the same color, just throw them away. They, they were not the same, they were like a couple kids off each other, but they were not the same brand. Oh my they God. They were not even the same type of shoe. It, one of them was like a speed shoe and the other one was like just a workout, workhorse, tra- workhorse trainer. So it was like, it was very stupid. I would, I, I would kind of go off of that. Like, make sure you have all of your shoes that you want to use. Because uh, I have, I brought four pairs of shoes, which my dad would probably think I'm a little crazy for doing that. Uh, but like, I forgot my fifth pair of shoes. I forgot my vapor flies. So the guys are going to race down in Myrtle beach. Uh, they're going to probably have to bring my vapor flies. I'm going to have to tell my roommate to leave my box of vapor flies outside so they can pick them out. So yeah, I forgot my vapor flies. Not very happy about that. I would say one thing I would say is just like, obviously you, you'll probably look at the weather beforehand, but like weather is always subject to change. So even if you're going somewhere warm, I mean, I would just always be ready with, like, rain gear and, like, other warm clothes just to be on the safe side. Because you never know, too. Like, in the morning, it still might be 40 somewhere because it still is winter time in the States. But, you know, as the day goes on, it gets up to 50, 60, that's fine. But if you're doing morning workouts or anything. Yeah, I would, I would, for it. I would go off of that. Like, that's probably the best thing I could have done. This is the best I've ever packed. Uh, I think the, the only thing I left was my ripper flies. And usually I like, I mean, there's stories like with Wyatt, like I talked about Wyatt last, last time that I left my whole sleeping bag and had to drive back like a three hour round trip to get my sleeping bag. Uh, <laughs> whereas like this time I brought what some would say is like way too much clothes, but then I found out that it was going to be raining for the next couple of days. So like, and it was going to get down to thirties, like high thirties again. So like I brought on my warm weather stuff. So like I'm good and golden, like Nicole, I brought the, uh, the the Mizuno jacket that you gave me or sweater that I gave me so I'm like I'm pumped to be able to wear that this week yeah I have I went to Japan um right before the Tokyo Marathon and like I wasn't really thinking I mean I looked at the weather and it was like 40s 50s and I was like I can run in like shorts and a long sleeve and the day before the race like it just randomly dropped down to like 30 and like it's it was pouring down rain i mean it poured down rain through the entire race too but like the day before it was not great and i didn't have like any clothes so i did my like 30 minute shakeout in like a tank top and shorts and arm warmers and it was miserable so like hmm. definitely check the weather but yeah like they were saying just 
be ready. Be ready for anything, especially if you're going car. Because, like, I mean, in somewhere, like, some places out of the country or, like, even in, like, different parts of the United States, like, you're going to go into stores and they're not going to have your size. Or, like, in Japan, the sizing was so weird that it was, like, I can't buy a new outfit here. I don't know what I'm, what I'm supposed to wear. Like, I don't know how to wear these clothes. So, yeah, I'm prepared. You're like, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> well, their smalls were like, I thought the smalls were going to be tiny. And they are for the most part. But when I ordered my race shirt, I ordered a medium. because I was like, the small is going to be really small and I'm not going to fit. And now I have this giant race shirt, this giant A6 race shirt. I'm just, Japan is weird. I love Japan, but your sizing makes no sense. Uh, it's like small is like the main size. And then when you, when it's like medium, it's like medium American. Yeah. They're like, Oh, you're an American here. I'm going to make you super size like McDonald's. <laughs> uh, I would also say like, Overpack, overpack rather than underpack. Like, I'm always overpacking on most things. So, like, uh, on that topic too. Uh, you're you're a beer runner like I am. Bring beer. Like, if especially if you're driving, bring your locals. Like, I'm a big fan of doing bring that. Bring your beer to drink while you're driving. <laughs> whoa, whoa! None of none of that. The Booze and Miles podcast is not endorsed drinking and driving or drinking while we're driving. We're, we're, we're not sponsored by Matt or Sad, but we support them in their endeavors. And I was just joking, please do not drink and drive. Uh, I'm going to cut that and it's going to say, please drink and drive. And then we're going to ruin everything. I think I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The runners canceled. If your What's... Instagram account isn't active tomorrow, I'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone underground. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of because, uh, like, I think I've gotten some questions about like just getting getting involved in like beer and like getting having like the best possible beer experiences. And I'm saying like, if bring bring beers from your area, like, and not even to drink, like. If you're out there for a long enough time, you'll probably like, and you like beer, you probably end up at a brewery. You'll probably end up like meeting these people that like like beer. Um, it's a really cool thing to be able to like. My friend calls it uh, beer love or bearing it forward, and like you have a great service. Like, of course, tip well. You should always tip well. I think even before COVID, you should always tip well to your servers. Especially when they're like going out of the way to give you good service, especially during the pandemic. Uh, if you don't, you're an asshole. Like, regardless. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but I always do this. I always give, I always drop off a beer for like servers in general. Like, person that serves me, especially in the case like before COVID, like I tip well, but like I wouldn't necessarily drop a beer off for somebody. If somebody gives me that, like, is really good at what, like, not really good at what they do, but like, they just like, care enough to say hey like you should try this or give me a recommendation or just really really like excited about it yeah i'll drop a cool beer off of them and say hey this is from our area um hope you like it and it's really cool way to just show some love for the people that are like in the industry but as well as like show some love for the people in your area because like now somebody that maybe never heard of your brewery around your town now knows about that brewery that's awesome uh, and you can also make cool friends that way. I've met a lot of cool people around the country because of it. 
but yeah, I would say like, that's, that's a really cool way to do things. And like, I'd say on the running standpoint, like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to be running and traveling. So like, especially if it's just like a, like a, you're on a travel trip and you want to go and running, I would say on that end, don't put so much stock into your running plans, like go out and run. Like don't, like if you don't have a great workout because you're traveling, don't let it affect your, your, your trip. You're out there on a trip. Just enjoy it. Like, and I will say sometimes like, you know, if you're used to running in the cold for a month, and you go down south and it's warm and you go do a workout like your body's not ready for that necessarily you i mean it's a quick adjustment time so if you go out and you know it's 70 or 60 and you're used to running in 20 degree weather in ohio i mean your body's not going to be like full-on ready for like probably the level of hydration you need to be running in 65 70 degree weather or just in general like oh this is what humidity feels like when i'm breathing Oh, humidity, I miss you. No, I hate humidity. Oh, I, I actually humidity. don't mind humidity. I would rather have that than any ice. I think everybody hates ice, but like, I'll take humidity. No, I'll take cold over humidity. Like, that's my great equalizer. Yeah, but I can't do snow or ice, and that comes with the cold. That's true. If everyone could shovel their sidewalks, that'd be real great. My yeah, say, everybody in every single city, if it snows and you don't shovel your sidewalk, you are a giant heaping turd. My favorite is my favorite's Nicole tagging that business in Columbus for not shoveling. You're not. Oh my god, they salted. They were they replied to me and they were like, "We're so sorry that we inconvenienced you. Can you please take this down?" <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Save a runner shovel a sidewalk i was so petty that day like so backstory if you guys haven't <clears throat> did see it i like well, I, the other day uh, most of the snow melted off of my road and some of the roads in my neighborhood and we were out walking the dog and i found this almost perfect loop it was about um about half a mile so it was like you know i could just go around and around and around like on the treadmill but only outside and like better in my brain and Everything was perfect except for this one realtor's office that did not bother to salt or shovel. And I tagged them in my Instagram story and I was like, I'd have a perfect loop if it weren't for you. And they were not happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't imagine anybody that owns a business would be happy that some random Instagram stupid influencer chick is like, Hey, it's not your sidewalks, but, you know, I'm just doing the Lord's work, man. Yeah, man, if I slip and broke my neck. Did you say it was an insurance company? No, it was a realtor. Oh, realtor. I was going to say, if it's an insurance company, you would think they'd be, like, all over salting their stuff because they might be, like, liable liable for the bet if someone trips and falls in front of their building. But it's a realtor, so they're just selling real estate, so whatever. Yeah, and real estate's booming right now, so they don't give a fuck. Yeah, Nicole's actually selling reality right now. And salt <laughs> your fucking sidewalks. Uh, yeah, I, I think we covered it pretty well as far as like what you should bring. Overpack. Just at this point, like, especially if you're trying to run, overpack and just don't take. Uh, also, just realize that, like, especially if you're driving, I would suggest, like, Kind of throwing anything out the window for your for your day of running, uh, like 
the next day I would say just do a shakeout or an easy, easy effort because like being like stationary for that long, like you need your body to like kind of get out that gunk. Uh, and also like I would highly recommend wearing compression socks when you're traveling. Uh, yeah, that's important because you don't want anything like the clot because that's not great. Yeah, I didn't do it once. I got caught. So don't be like me. Wear your compression socks. Yeah. Always good to do that. I mean, even this week I had, I, I would say like, I still felt like really off even yesterday. I had my first workout here and like, yeah, I just didn't feel great. I was just, my, my legs were tired. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to jump in real quick because I was just going to echo the fact like it's better to overpack and just have too much stuff than obviously not have enough. But my other thing is just as a packing tip, if you don't get, if you're packing a lot and you don't have a lot of space, it's actually better to like roll your clothes rather than to fold it. You can fit more stuff in your bags if you like roll your shirts and your socks and your pants and underwear and all that kind of stuff versus folding it and piling it in. Listen, I learned that I learned that in college. And it was big, a big suitcase, big suitcase doesn't want you to know this because they want you to fill up your suitcase. So you have to buy another one. But what big suitcase doesn't realize is that we here on the beers and miles podcast, we are experts. The suitcase, big suitcase sees us rolling. They hate. Oh my God. Oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of hacks, and this goes out to, uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen. No, I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. This goes out to Croy. Croy found out the biggest hack in the uh, in the packing the packing hacks that I've ever seen. Uh, Spirit Airlines. If you like, if you like flying Spirit, and if you don't, don't tell us about it because uh, so we have some people that really, really love Spirit. Uh, You travel with Spirit Airlines. And you bring like Nike duffel bag. That is enough. Like you don't like typically Spirit gets you because they, they the carry on you have to pay for the carry on, or you have to pay for like a uh, for a bring uh, yeah uh, for a carry on. That counts as a personal bag. That giant little like duffel bag counts. And uh, yeah, we found out in college, and that's how we were able to travel for cheap. say yeah that was definitely that happened more than once and spirit in general is usually a little bit cheaper than other airlines but yeah that's because they make you pay for bag checks and stuff so yeah that's the that's the uh that's the big hacks uh because just like big pharma there's big uh suitcase big suitcase also big southwest suitcase. Has bags for free. yeah their boarding process is so annoying, but it's sometimes worth it. Yeah, Southwest is usually considered like one of the best um, like places to be employed in, in the country. Yeah, they're good. Their people, their flights are pretty cheap, and they have a lot of direct flights throughout the day. So yeah, I I wrote a one of my grad school things was on Southwest and how like their business model was like just like actually having a good. Just good people makes people want to actually travel with you. Um, yeah, if you can, I would say travel Southwest because you get two check-in bags, which means two boxes of beer that you can travel with. That's why I try to travel Southwest as much as I can outside of just like, well, on my end, 
like my favorite thing about traveling and um like i miss flying like i think that's one of the biggest things that i miss outside of karaoke is like flying because like that kind of like like that little jumble of when you're seated on an airplane and you might or might not be able to like that cute girl that's walking down the aisle may have been seated next to you that's out the window at southwest and like if i get a late late start like i have to pick like if i sit next to the cute girl the cute girl knows that i just sat next to her because i think she's cute and i'm liking that game i like to claim a chance yeah but it feels it, it feels like if the girl knows that you sat next to her then maybe she'll be more interested in talking to you and starting the conversation rather than like some delta bitch who's just like sitting there with her headphones going don't talk to me you you have a chance with the southwest bitches yeah but you know i like this i, I like the uh the idea that i'm in a movie like do you prefer the northeast bitches over the southwest bitches god damn it Mid- <laughs> i really thought of bad you guys midwest uh well, uh, as we heard, uh, Ray's getting ready for bed. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is our just shoot the shit week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna drag Keen out because Keen hasn't been here for a bit. I miss her. Uh, She's and, not keen on coming to the podcast lately. Yeah, I know. Keen, keen for a pod. She should be, but now she has Keen for a hermit. True. We're all hermits right now. That's true. Crab people. Crab people. Uh, you can't see it because I turned my video off, but, and also you listeners also can't see it, but I'm making crab motions with my hands. So you're welcome for that visual. I just upgraded my crabby to a Kingler. So like, that's, that's really. We, so now you have Kingler claws. Kingler claws. I prefer crowd on. Thank you very much. Look at me. I can get a crowd on. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, but, he's dark and water typing, so he's superior. All right, I'm dark look, types, look, look at me, look at me. All right, so uh, yeah, I think we're good for the week. Uh, follow us on. Uh, I don't, if this is your first episode, well, you know, this is what we do every every month. Welcome uh, aboard. Welcome aboard, matey. Uh, so next week we're going to be having another installment of just like an interview series. Um, just going to kind of have some fun with it. Um, you got a super special guest star, and it is not somebody from Big Suitcase, so you can actually look forward to it. Yeah. You are not going to want to miss this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to cut that. McDonald's. Ray literally went it. upstairs. Ray, is, Ray has walked upstairs. I remember when Ray's getting ready for bed was first coined. It was because Ray took off and went upstairs, and Ray has taken off to go upstairs, so she is in fact getting ready for bed. Ray's on the bed now. I'd say, I think at a certain point she's gonna get that like Pavlog kind of like reaction to Ray's getting ready for bed, and just gonna go immediately to bed as soon as you say that. She she hasn't gotten Pavlovian to that one. We do play a game called "Where Is She? Where I Hide From Her," and she knows that that means she's supposed to go find me. <laughs> Maybe she has hope yet for getting ready for bed. There we go. Uh, yeah, uh, shoot us a follow. Uh, shoot us a like. Shoot us subscribe. Uh, share the podcast. Like I said, if you share it on your story, tag us. We'll feature you, and we'll talk about you. Hopefully nice things. I can't say. 
because I'm, well, I'm sober now, but if I'm drunk, I don't know if I, what I'm going to say. Uh, but yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And uh, where can we follow you, Nicole? Um, I can be followed at Nicole the Runner, but more importantly, if you want to follow the Bet Doggo, she can be followed at Ray the Doggo. That's right, R E Y, the Doggo, right? Yes, she is the Doggo, and she can fit in my suitcase. And Brent, what can I follow you? Uh, they can follow me Instagram and Twitter at Hunter Runner and play video games with me on Xbox, Little Hunter Five. And you can follow me at Beers Miles. Uh, I am XC Chris on Xbox. If you guys want to play some video games, I'm probably gonna jump on some on the sticks right after this. So, uh, Brent, if you don't have any plans, I would love to jump some sticks or jump on some games. But folks like boys, we're getting ready for sticks. Right, getting ready for sticks. Uh, but yeah, we will be back next week, and super excited about next week. And uh, yeah, I think I got out. I think that's everything I want to talk about. Uh, I'm gonna drink this Appalachian Walker, and uh, you know, bye. Bye. Bye.